the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everyone. Not welcome back, everybody. Really, that didn't make any sense. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're here talking about car and car repair stuff. And Nate from Strictly Diesel is here with me. And your headphones good? Headphones are good. Okay, but you wanted me to push your button here, right there? Yeah, there there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, I need all the help I can get this morning. (laughs) I'm a little frazzled. (laughs) I went over to pick up my lawnmower from the motorcycle shop, and... um, and I got there, and it's really hard to get in and out, and it's right on Warner Road, and it's right near Country Club, and there's this big, giant truck blocking the driveway. Oh, no. And I'm hauling the trailer to get my lawnmower. Right. And the place isn't open yet. I, I don't know. So anyway, it becomes this calamity. So I finally pay for it in the back, drive my lawnmower around, and I'm, and I'm t- contemplating driving underneath the trailer of the truck with my lawnmower because oh, I, wow. I, I think I can make it when I hear the motor start and I'm thinking well I want to back up now <laughs> and finally he pulled forward and I was able to load it on my truck and get out of Dodge wow but that was the first thing this morning wow other than that what time did you wake up a few minutes ago uh no heck no I've been to the gym at five o'clock so oh, yeah yeah oh so, so my workout in everything's good no kidding yeah oh gosh darn yeah yeah, I I didn't go to the gym, but I do I do go feed the horses in the morning. That's a workout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open this gate, get this one over here. Shut that gate, get this one over here. She gets pellets with a little bit of water. He gets alfalfa. She's there for twenty minutes. From there, she moves to feeder number three, and then she gets and their older horses. Right. And the one male, his name is Splash. He's a little ornery, and and he's a big pig. Right. And so she, Lena is is a, is a, an older mare, and um and she's not a fighter. So um, I have figured out that a BB gun, the old-fashioned Daisy BB gun, right. shoots enough to get his attention. <laughs> not, not enough to to draw blood, not enough to to to, to penetrate his his hide, right. but to get his attention. Sure. So as soon as I see him walk over there, and I hit him in the flank, and he thinks it's a bee sting or something, so yeah, he kicks exactly. and and I don't know if you've been around horses, but in the morning horses fart a lot. Because they're exercising oh, okay. and they're moving their guts around and stuff. Yeah. So as soon as you sting him, then his legs go up in the air and there's a little noise and I laugh and he doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, they're really well taken. Five o'clock in the morning, they're fed. And right. five o'clock at night, they're fed. And they have a big, huge 300-gallon water container that has fresh, clear water in it. And it has um, about 50 or 60 goldfish and I go down and I buy them when they're like eight cents a piece. They're about as long as an inch. Wow. And I put them in there. Sometimes they get eaten by the bigger fish. Right. But I end up with goldfish that are five and six inches long. Wow. And I feed them in the morning, too. Wow. I walk over to the to the, the big 300-gallon, and I, I do this. I knock on the outside of it. 
and they all come to the top, and I spread the cheese. Oh, <laughs> so that's what I do every morning. Wow. So Nice. In case you're looking at the satellite, sometimes I wear my pajamas out there. No, I, <laughs> I won't be watching. <laughs> I didn't figure you would. <laughs> all righty, 602-508-0960 if you have a question about car repair. And, and actually, we've got Nate from Strictly Diesel. He's up on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. He's diesel guy. So if you have a Ford and a she- or a Chevy or a Dodge, or you want to admit to working on anything else other than those three? We do the Nissans, too. Oh, you okay. Yeah. Okay. And the Nissans. Yeah. And, uh, and the one, the one, is there one that doesn't come in as often as the others? Is I'm asking about the leader. I'm not asking about the bottom. I'm asking about the leader because the bottom is going to be the next question. <laughs> <laughs> one that doesn't come in the least. The one that comes in the least. That's a trick question. No, I, I'll, I'll let you lump maintenance with uh, with problems, check engine lights. It could. It depends on the week. It honestly does. Okay. One week, I, I'll go the other way. One week, I could have all Ford. The next week, it could be all GM. Okay. The week after that, it's Dodge with mm-hmm. a little bit of Nissan tr- trickled in there. Okay. It, it, every week is different. So okay. Check engine lights, smoke. What kind of symptoms are you typically getting? With the newer vehicles now, it's definitely check engine lights okay. and, and weird drivability issues. Okay. Yeah. And and is it? are we at the place now where you can kind of listen to the owner, the driver, and look at the code and kind of know which one of, this, of the 10 directions that you could go in, you're going to narrow them down to one, two, or three? With the DPF truck, yeah, there's definitely 10 directions you could go. Uh-huh. But, yeah, we're able to pinpoint. Okay. So. And look and, and, and know what the problem is and then go upstream and figure out why it's doing that. Right. So give me an example of that in plain language. Give me a code. Give me the kind of vehicle it is. and uh, A Chevy or a Dodge with a P088 uh, CP3 or injector-related. Okay. Sometimes field delivery. Okay. Yeah. Is it could it, could it can is that going to be caused by a filter problem? Could also be caused by a filter problem. Yeah. But typically, doesn't it move from one cylinder to the other if it's a filter problem? Mm, or not w- necessarily. Okay. No. Does It'll it, pick on all of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it it's not it's not enough to think that if you have a plug fuel filter, we're going to have just one cylinder. You can't go by that. Right. Okay. Um, what about if it is a plugged fuel filter? Are you going to see a variety of codes then? Possibly. The biggest thing with a plug filter is you'll see a drivability issue and okay. a low fuel pressure when you're checking it. Okay. Yeah. And 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 the drivability issue is is it doesn't have the power when I stomp on the gas like I want it to have. Right. Okay. And there's no smoke issue there, right? Because we're running a little lean. Depends on the truck. Not typically. But, okay. uh, yeah, no smoke. Okay. Can, and so for everybody else, lean in a diesel is white. White to gray. White if, to gray? Yeah. And then rich, too much fuel is definitely black sooty smoke. Yep. Choo-choo yep. train smoke. Yep. Does your truck have choo-choo train smoke? No. Okay. I was just checking. Uh-uh. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Neither does mine. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> okay. So, and then how good, um, on the majority of your customers, what kind of oil change intervals are you putting them in? I do... Majority of my customers are 5,000 miles. Okay. And is that a synthetic, semi-synthetic? uh, Depends on what they want. Yeah. Okay. I I do synthetic or semi. Okay. Okay. We're up a little higher than that. Actually, we're breaking it down to three to five on conventional. Three to five. Because that seems to be what the three of them, the Dodge, the Chevy, and the Ford, seem to agree on. And then the semi-synthetics are a little higher, and then the full synthetics are a little higher. I'm running my Dodge, which has 150,000 miles on it. Um, I'm running at 10,000 mile intervals, 
and I'm not at the ad market that end at 10,000, you know me good enough to know that I'm romping and stomping that truck a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and it runs good, and I'm really, really proud of it because we just did, um, I think, we just did a bunch of fluids. We had done belts and hoses closer to 120, and we just did a bunch of, of, of other stuff and then fluids and stuff. But it's been a really great truck, and, and the only time it ever shines a check engine light is when I'm sleeping and Renee's driving. And then it'll go away after she gets out of the driver's right. seat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, my thing has always been uh, maintenance is cheaper than repairs. So, uh-huh. you know, better to change oil and coolant, what have you, rather than put a motor or something else in it. So, And it, and it is that, that situation. We, they come in and we've got white smoke coming out. We've got water inside the engine somewhere where it shouldn't be. You take it apart and you know that the coolant hasn't been changed. You know right. the coolant has turned to an, a real acidic type of liquid. Yep. You can see that instead of a nice square port from a coolant port, it's all it's like completely corroded. There's yes. no more sharp edges. It's all it looks like moonscape. Right. And you know right then. Right. And no matter what they tell you, you know that it hasn't had a flush. Exactly. And those are the kinds of things. But on the other hand, we've also got a whole lot of shops in town that are that are telling people that we need to speed up the maintenance on the cars. And we're seeing estimates of thousands of dollars on stuff that is being sold at forty thousand that is really eighty and a hundred thousand. Wow! And it in like transmissions, rough guess transmission fluid sixty. Okay. Yeah. And sixty to eighty seems to be the real industry standard. Right. And and it depends on your clientele. I don't know if your clientele is a bunch of old guys that pull their fifth wheels to Munns Park once. A, a, a year, or if it's a bunch of guys that are heading to the dunes, hauling big trailers full of off-road vehicles. I have all the above. And yeah. and, and and so you yeah. have to adapt for those two kinds of clients. Yep. And and they can be involved. Now, are you still putting door stickers in the windows? Yep. Okay, and so are we. And they don't pay attention to those either. Nope. <laughs> nope. The mileage on the door sticker, is that when it's due? Yes. Okay, that, I don't, it says do right on it. Right, exactly. It says do, D-U-E. Yeah. And they say, oh, I thought that's when you put it in, or that's when you uh, change the oil. No, 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 it says do on it. No. Yeah, you're due then. So, and a lot of times, and I'm surprised because we are pulling the sticks on a lot of them before we change the oil, and we're finding the Dodge, the Chevy, and the Ford are really good about oil levels. We're not finding a lot of them below the ad mark. No. We're not finding people that are adding oil to their diesels at all. No. It's a good idea to check it, but we sure. need to. Okay. Absolutely. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I can ha- handle gas questions. Nate can handle diesel questions. And both of us will do our best to guess when you call on, on your Peugeot or your uh, Renault <laughs> <laughs> or your lawnmower. Yeah, lawnmower. Did yeah. you see my lawnmower outside? I did. Okay. I'm embarrassed. I know you're going to bring it up and embarrass me, so I'm going to just gut you right now. My lawnmower just came from the John Deere shop. Right. Um, you, you push the gas and everything was spinning, but nothing was moving. And so I looked at the pulley, and the pulley would come, stop and go, stop and go. Now this pulley is on a vertical shaft that goes to the differential. Right. So it's supposed to run that way. Right. So I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking the last time I put, it has one belt that runs like 11 pulleys. I mean, the front of the belt runs half of them, the back of the belt runs, and, and I took the body off and I did that belt and all those pulleys. Uh, it must have taken me two weeks. Right. God, and I said, I'm not going to do this. So I sent it over to the John Deere dealer in in Mesa, and he calls me back, and he goes, the whole thing, the spline shaft is stripped, but the real problem is the keyway stripped first. Oh, wow. So we just broke the keyway. Well, it's 11 years old. Yeah. You know? 
And you know what I'm using it for now? As a vacuum on my fake grass I just put in. <laughs> so I, I lowered it down until it sucks the grass into the blades, and that's a calamity that y'all... I'll, I'll tell you about later. But I drive around, and I vacuum the leaves off the top of my artificial grass. Oh, there you go. And, and, and if anybody wants to know, the blade height has to be two and a half inches off the grass. Just that two and a half inches. Two and a half, okay. And, it, and you obviously have to have a bagger, because otherwise you're just going to blow the leaves from one end of the yard to the other. Right. That's all you're going to do. Yeah. So my wife likes that. There you go. And she likes to drive it, and I like it even better when she drives. <laughs> so. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Down the street from you, Action and Auto Repair at I seventeen in Deer Valley. Tom has been a friend of mine since nineteen eighty three. He started selling engine analyzers, and him and I became friends because the one he liked is not the one I liked, and the one I bought is what I liked, and he didn't like. But we've been friends since then, and he still doesn't let me forget that I didn't buy his engine analyzer. But he's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. He's been in North Phoenix and the Deer Valley area since nineteen eighty three. So if you're looking for ASC certified technicians and you're looking for guys up near I-17 in Deer Valley that do gas and import cars, then Action Auto Repair is the shop I would suggest you try for an oil change and see how you like them. 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Charlie Kirk doesn't choose sides. Some conservatives say, Charlie, you can't criticize the police under any circumstances whatsoever. Now, generally, the police act wonderfully. I'd say 99% of the time. But if you are automatically defending an entity, an organization, that is not a winning political movement. It's not. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Here at the Almond Joy factory where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. Whoa, a new digital music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted... We can throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them. GreenerGadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations. I like that. Did you know that some of the stuff in our old electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then. Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again? Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go. 
takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, whatever you're going through, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Let's look at the clock. It's 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting next to me, and we have three callers, so we're going to go straight to those people, and we're going to start with Don first. Don, good morning. Good morning, Master Mark Salem. Uh, This is a gas problem. I was wondering, has Nate ever been in the Marine Corps? I had a good buddy in the Marines named Nate. Nope, never been in the Marines. Okay. Uh, Listen, uh, a 2001 Sonoma four-cylinder 2.2. I've had it for 21 years. The other day on the way to admissions, it developed a clatter or a knock, uh, a little lower uh, tone than a than a, a head gasket type of a pinging, you know, like a detonation. This was an actual knock. I noticed that my oil pressure dropped to 20 PSI. So unlike an airplane, I was able to pull immediately over and shut down. Uh, without. I was already at ground level, you know. Okay. So anyway, yeah. I uh, opened the hood and checked the oil, the dipstick. It was warm. The, the engine was kind of smoking from the heat from old oil and stuff. And it had a, some white uh, vapor oil coming out of the filler tube. And uh, so I, I ran over to a convenience store, got a quart of synthetic oil and dumped it in there, about a half of it, the three quarts. And uh, I started up right away, and uh, it it was still cl- clattering a little bit, but uh, I was able to get to emissions, and it, it, it went through emissions okay. And I babied it, nursed it back home, and uh, under load, the clatter would go away, but at about half throttle, the clatter would uh, get louder, you know, okay. the knocking. Anyway, I, it's home now in my garage, and it, uh, it's uh, full of oil, right up to the mark, 
Okay, it's, it, 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 we, there has to come a time when we get to ask questions, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. And, and Nate, let's just talk you and I. So he's got white smoke or steam. He's yeah. got the sounds of an overheat, an overheat condition in the cooling system. I've Possibly. been through that. Yeah, I've been through that three times. I know what that sounds like. Okay, well then, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I can help you. Uh, I mean, I think the answer, everything we guess, is going to be, you know, uh, I guess the answer is, is someone's going to have to listen to the noise. You're going to have yeah. to duplicate it in front of somebody who works on cars that listens to noise. If you got a clatter, it's either low oil pressure, it's pinging because it's overheating. Um, you got a rod knocker, you got a uh, broken flex plate. Or you've got a main knock. Those are your options. It's going to be one of those. Loose timing chain. Slap in the case. Yeah. Chunk of carbon. Yeah. Uh, on top of the piston. Yeah, on top of the piston. There could be a number of things. Yeah. That Do are you have possible. any check engine lights? Well, the oil pressure is down to 20 psi, and the needle fluctuates uh, that's, right that's at 20. But uh, the thing is, uh, <clears throat> uh, well, if you have oil pressure, then that's all we need is oil pressure. So if it's got if it's at 20 pounds of oil pressure, then it's at 20 pounds of oil pressure. So, I mean, how many miles are on it? 170,000. Okay. Well, like I said, this is not anything we're going to be able to fix or tell you what to fix over the radio have because there's way it? too many moving parts, and we're looking at this through your eyes, and we need to look at it through our own eyes. Okay. And and it and it it appears that you know if we say it's overheating, you say it isn't, and we say it's it sounds like a low oil pressure, and you say it isn't, and so we have this you know kind of a circle that we just run in. What part of, do you have a shop that you trust? Well, I I called Thompson's and they told me maybe it sounds more like a, a, a clogged oil filter or a, or a failed oil pump, and they recommended I maybe drain a quart out and put a quart of Marble Mystery Oil in it or some Lucas. And see if that does anything. If but it's I'm, an oil pressure problem, then that should change something. And if that's the case, then we're you're on the right trail. Yeah, I'm sure it's an oil pressure. Have you ever heard of an oil pump failure at 170,000? Well, there's, there's, I mean, that's that's like asking if I've ever seen a tire that needed a nail patch <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I, the, the answer to your question is you can't fix your car based on historical data from two gray-haired guys in a radio studio. That's not going to work. Um, and, and if you have an oil pressure problem, then you've got a lot of symptoms that don't match an oil pressure problem. And is your red light on all the time? No, there's no, no idiot lights. Just Do you have a gauge? gauge? Yeah. Okay, is the gauge down below the bottom, it, at the bottom? No, no, it comes up between 0 and 40. So okay, I figure okay. it's right at 20. Well, okay, so that's that's exactly what I'm saying. We take this this arterial road here on a low oil pressure, but then you say it's running 40 psi on the gauge. We just, I, I'm sorry, but there's just not enough information, and this is where you just have to have the car in front of you. I you think have to have. There needs to be a manual oil pressure gauge put on it so we can physically see what the dial is, get it hot. But you're right. But the good thing is, is he's moving from zero to tw- to forty. Sure. And sure. So, so at least we got something moving there. Yeah, definitely. And so that's uh, Don. That's the best we can do. I- I'm terribly sorry, Doug. Good morning to you. How can we help you, Doug? Morning, Mark. I have a 22 Santa Fe bought new at a dealer. The dealer installed nitrogen in the tires, which okay. is was a good dealer markup deal for them. Okay. My question is. We recently had a screw in one of the tires, and discount 
doesn't have nitrogen. So now I know a little bit about nitrogen has larger molecules and it will come out of a leak slower. Now, other than that, what's the advantage of having nitrogen? Well, first of all, what comes out of your nose when you breathe is 68% nitrogen. So the air in your, that you breathe right now is 68% nitrogen. Does Mark have any nitrogen in his shop? Nope. Are we ever going to put it in any putty's car? Nope. Is it a big sales opportunity? Yep. Um, does it really? Oh. It, who uses nitrogen? NASCAR. How many of your customers drive cars fast as NASCAR does? Only my wife. So when oh. you, and when you look at this, first of all, I want to suggest to Nate. Nate, I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to Doug. Yes. It's entirely possible in our industry that people put stuff in our cars that only they can service. And it gives you a RCO. Have you ever heard of an RCO? No, enlighten me. A reoccurring sales opportunity. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And so when they come in to have their tires checked, oh, can we check your oil and your dipstick and your tires and your brakes and your belts and your hoses and, oh, your battery cables are dirty. That's called an RCO. Yeah. This nitrogen whole thing is a bunch of BS. Um, I'm not interested in being a part of it. It's not going to be none of the vehicles we own, and we have 14, 16 vehicles in the company. None of them have nitrogen. And I don't care about the molecules being bigger or smaller because I want somebody to prove that to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's see it and under a microscope. Exactly. <laughs> and not only that, is, is, is one tire better? Michelin has a better inner liner, so the molecules are bigger. <laughs> and Michelin and, and big molecules okay, from nitrogen well. work. So from my point of view is you can do whatever you want. If you want nitrogen, you go back to where you got it. Most of the places are going to charge you for a top-off, but some don't. And, 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 but don't be, if you have to, if you're in Kansas and you're on your way to family get-together and you stop and have to put regular air in your tire, it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well... Of course, they they had to demount the tire, patch it from the inside, so it's got got air in it. Which well, sixty eight percent of that is nitrogen, so you'll be all right. And it's also a moisture issue. But it's been a long time since I took a tire apart in Arizona and found water inside of it. <laughs> and I'm not real worried about rusting the wheel because of that. But anyway, thank you, Doug. Thank you very much, John. You stay there. We'll be back in just a few minutes. And John, you're going to be first. As a former congressman and the ranking member of the Judiciary Committee of the U.S. House of Representatives, Doug Collins knows what it means to fight for what he believes. And on every episode of the Doug Collins podcast, he'll explore all topics from politics to life advice and blend them together for a well-rounded discussion that you can use to get the most out of your life. The Doug Collins podcast. Subscribe today on Apple, Google, Spotify, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Uncover, uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Ensure your assets, ensure your income, and assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kuyper. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking, 
How did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Word Project. Wounded Word Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye-opener, and it I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I love you, too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight, too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that. Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. I don't want to go blind from diabetes. I don't want to lose a foot or a leg. I don't want to have kidney failure, so I'm taking control. I'm controlling my diabetes. It's making a huge difference. I'm eating healthy and staying physically active. I'm taking my medicine. If I can do it, anyone can. Control your diabetes for life. Call 1-800-438-5383. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves. It's it's their whole family. It brings it all together. We have scars that we carry. And just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. A message from the National Police Association. It used to be that any able-bodied person would offer to assist a police officer in danger. Now, passers-by are more likely to take a video. There's a better use for your phone when an officer's in trouble. Call 911. Tell the operator where you are and what you see. Then, start your video to provide evidence later. To learn more about how you can assist law enforcement, visit nationalpolice.org. That's nationalpolice.org. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting here next to me. My name is Mark Salem, and we're talking about cars and car repair issues. And if you'd like to join us, we have four open lines, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And, John, just like I said, I'll get you as quick as I can, and the floor is yours. Good morning, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I have a I have a tire question for you. I think I have a tire that's running too hot. Okay. What's the maximum temperature before I have to worry about this tire blowing out? I got to tell you, you couldn't have brought a subject that made me happier than right now. <laughs> I'm, and I'm not being facetious. I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to sit back and listen. This okay, should be good. This, yeah. this, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Just recently, I did a huge presentation to a whole bunch of RV owners. And we talked about oil and coolant and synthetics and tires and inflation and all that kind of stuff. But before I did that, I had been in contact with some of the tire experts that I've worked with. 
And my question is, is when does the glue come apart in a tire? Interesting, huh? Yeah. Between yeah. 180 and 200. Wow. So the other day, I had to go to a funeral in California. I met a bunch of shop owners there, and one of them was from Texas. And so Bob and I went back years and years, 30 years we've been friends. So he calls me, and he goes, I'm on my way back to Texas, and my inner duel on the right side is flat, and I've got 60 miles to the next town. Can I drive it on just one side, one duel? And I said, how do you know it's flat? And he goes, well, I have TPS monitor. And I said, well, what, tell me what the temperature is. He goes, it doesn't have temperature. And in the background, you can hear his wife goes, it has temperature. <laughs> and I go, I think you need to talk to her. <laughs> yeah. I need to know what it is. And he goes, why? And I says, if you're going to be snotty with me, I'm going to hang up on you. I want to know what the temperature is right now of yeah. the outer duel that's holding up the entire side of that coach. So there's ruffling of pages and stuff. And she goes, 118. And I said, okay, just keep driving. I said, if it gets up to the 170 mark, you're, you're, you're in crisis mode at 170. Right. So go slow, monitor that tire pressure and, and, and the temperature. Now, most people don't have that, but you can use a temperature gun, which is what I use on the horse trailers. Sure. And I, and I put Renee's horses are all really big fat horses because nobody ever rides them. But I put the fat horses in the front and then a light horses in the back or I'll switch them around. But it is interesting to know that at 170 to 200, you are NFL. Not for long. Not that for tire long. is not for mm, long. 170. That's right. 170 to 200. And you, you take the temperature on the crown of the tire where the sidewall meets the tread. Right there at the top. Uh, okay. And you use it. You can buy a temperature gun uh, at, uh, we just bought a bunch of them. We got a big discount at Harbor Freight. Oh really? Yeah, and we give them away when we buy when somebody buys a set of motorhome tires that can cost three or four thousand bucks. I can give them an eighty dollar gun. Yeah, and so you can also set your refrigerator and your freezer with your gun. You can also butterfly your steak and determine between medium well and well and and uh, and burnt. Sure, that temperature gun is awesome. It'll it'll do everything you want. Absolutely. But anyway, the answer to your question is to stay away from anything north of one seventy Fahrenheit at the crown of the tire. My next question is, it, it's on a single-axle utility trailer, mm-hmm. and when I'm on the freeway and I get off, I've got a gun, I check the temperature, one side is 150 and one side is 170. Is there any way that Both you're low? Both tires are exactly the same manufacturer. They're 10-ply tires. Okay. What kind of inflation are you putting in them? Discount Tire told me I could run up to 110 pounds, but the trailer bounces too much at 100 pounds, so I'm I'm down to 80. Wait a minute. You have two 10-ply tires on a single-axle trailer? What are you hauling in the trailer? It's a little tractor. The tractor and the trailer are 5,840 pounds total. Well, you only need two 2,500-pound tires, and you've got six, seven, eight thousand 8,000-pound tires. Well, that's what came on the trailer when I bought it new, well, so I don't know. Let's do the math out loud together, okay? You've got 5,000 <laughs> pounds of gross vehicle weight. That's the trailer and the load, right? Yeah. All you need is two tires that hold 3,000 pounds each. That's all you need on that trailer. You, you've got huge tires... They're overheating, and I don't really know why they're overheating. What's the maximum inflation written on the tire? Are those 110 PSI tires? 110, yeah. Oh, those are off of a semi-truck or like that. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think you need to reevaluate your tires. I think your tires, the application is improper. Um, there's no way five thousand pounds is going to take is going to overload those two tires. There's just no way. But I don't have an answer for you. Go, Nate. Just a suggestion: check the brakes and/or wheel bearings on that <sighs> side, just to make sure. Nothing's not over tightened or something. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And you can oh, do that with okay. your temperature gun because you can gun the hub on both sides and see if the hub is the same. Yeah. Okay. But but yeah, I trust I trust discount tire explicitly, and I also tell you I'm going to tell you and everybody else I work with them on legal cases when they ask me to. So I'm real familiar on weight load, weight distribution, application, and all that kind of stuff. My truck and trailer has 20,000 pounds of tires under it when I'm hauling horses. And with all my wife's beer and all of her family and all the horses and all the feed and all the trailer and all the hay, I'm running on a 20,000 gross, I'm running probably 16.5. And I know that my tires are not overloaded because of the load I'm carrying. And so I'm, I'm in mm. good shape. But I think your temperature is just the misapplication of tires. I, I'd certainly go back to discount and ask them to bid something in the vicinity of 3,000-pound tires, 3,200-pound tires, because they're only carrying 5,500 pounds of, of weight. Okay? All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you have a great you. day. And thank you, John. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Um, you know, we could open this up to, like, marital problems and stuff like that. You don't want to do that? No, nah, I don't <laughs> think so. No. <Nah. laughs> I'll talk cars all day, but... Okay. Yeah. Cars and diesels, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. And what color is... Di- uh, when we come back, you can explain the different colors of diesel smoke. Sure. White, fair, gray. Yeah. Black. Yeah. Is there any other color? I had I had one the other day that was brown. Okay, you had brown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. White, gray, uh, black, and brown. Okay. All right. We'll talk yeah. about that. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The nine sixty The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey dot com. It's your voice of reason twenty four seven. Are you tired of exposing your retirement stock to market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market-indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Adam Rosendahl for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can also call Adam Rosendahl now for your complimentary customized Safe Money and Income Kit and Safe Money and Income Book. 1-844-452-SAFE. That's 1-844-452-7233. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty. Something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. 
I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I will be right by your side. Women can have it all, including heart attacks. But symptoms like jaw pain, nausea, unusual fatigue, dizziness, and backache are often different and more subtle than for a man. The fact is, heart disease is the number one killer of women. Know the signs. Learn more at getheartchecked.org. From Women's Heart Alliance, in partnership with Women Heart. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here with Nate from Strictly Diesel up Pinnacle Peak and I-17. And Nate and I have been friends. And Nate is really the reason that we actually got into diesels is because he did such a crappy job working on diesels <laughs> that I thought we'd go ahead and open up on the other side of the valley and compete with him. Hardly. I know. And they know it, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. We we actually got into the to the service, the tires and the wheels and the exhaust systems and stuff like that long before we got to underneath the hood. The accessory packages is where we where really got our started. But now, it, more than anything else, it's suspension. It's level in the nose. I want the nose as high as the back or the back lower than the, you know, right. that kind of stuff. Right. And, um, and all the enhancements that you can do to make somebody feel like that they're going to be able to pull the change the address of the Empire State Building with a long rope. Exactly. You know I mean? so yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Automatic transmission exchange has been around since 1968. When you go down Washington near 40th Street on the north side of the road, you're going to see automatic transmission exchange, and you're going to know it's a transmission shop because in front of the shop is a huge pole, and on top of it is an automatic transmission. That transmission belonged to Fred Flintstone. The transmissions we have today that are electronically controlled and the computer between the engine and the transmission decide when to shift from first to second to third to fourth to fifth to sixth gear, then overdrive, and then lock up. We have all of this going on. The problem is, is folks think that the old ones were easy, but the new ones are hard. But in fact, the old ones and the new ones share the same kind of processes. But the old ones, we used to make things shift by vacuum or by throttle pressure. And today we use a computer that watches vacuum and throttle pressure to shift the transmission. So it's really kind of easy. But the best guy around is Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street and Washington. When you're servicing transmissions, how often when you pull the pan, you just go, oh, my God. You know, I haven't had one of those in a while. It's it's pretty amazing. We had two in one week. Really? Yeah. Now, wh- what is it you find in there that you go, oh, holy mackerel? Well, usually it's it's either one of the two, chunks or fine dust. and Or a broken snap ring. I've seen that, too. <laughs> yeah, yes, I've seen that, too. When you look at that, yeah. you go, oh, boy. Yeah. And, and there's nothing you can do. No. 
if you're if you're going in for a transmission service, then you're going to pull the pan, change the filter, clean the clean the stuff out. You're going to take the broken snap ring and and uh, and put a piece of scotch tape on the customer's copy and say, "There's a problem. You have to deal with." Usually, when there's a snap ring or chunks or something, then I ask the question, "Okay, why is he getting the service? I think he knows something's up, or her, you know." Yeah. yeah, or in in a real blunt way, and I'll 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 step in front of you on this is is they think that's going to fix the problem that they have, right? And and so you take it apart. It's kind of like opening up the chest inside, and oh my goodness, there's yes. a problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It happens a lot. It'd be better if we just kind of worked on the symptom. And a lot of times we do, we look in the oil pans just to see what we got. Right. We had a transmission the other day that was acting up, and we pulled the dipstick, and it looked like a strawberry milkshake. What do you think? Coolant, coolant, yeah, yeah, and 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 it was red coolant, which is the GM coolant or oh, the Chrysler, wow. and 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 the, and, and it, so you look at the different color of the coolants with green and red and orange and blue, right? And so you look at the oil and you go, oh, there's a blue tint to it. Okay, well, this is what's blue, Ford, or is uh, that Nissan? Nissan. I think. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so you you do that kind of stuff and you go, wait a minute, the color of blue in my transmission fluid indicates I have a coolant problem. And it's hard to explain, but the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Most vehicles have a cooler in the radiator mm-hmm. that runs transmission fluid through it to help cool that transmission. So if, if that cooler goes bad or radiator, vice versa, mm-hmm. that's where the mix happens. So what we're talking about, folks, is is that the transmission fluid is run through a coil that's located in the radiator. The transmission fluid can be 230, 240, 250, but the cooling system is going to be running at 180, 190. So we're, we're going to run the radiator fluid, the radiator or the transmission fluid through the radiator or your cooling system, and we're going to cool it off and we're going to knock 20, 30, 40 degrees off of it before we return that same transmission fluid back to the transmission. Now, there are some hot rod trucks and cars out there that have a separate cooler for the transmission yes. that's usually in front of the radiator. Yes. And that's a completely different thing. When that thing leaks, you're going to have power or you're going to have transmission fluid all over the ground. Yeah. But when it leaks inside the cooling system radiator, then you have a heck of a mess. And if it goes the other way and stays in the radiator, well, then you're looking at hoses and flushing and, and yeah. Everything. Everything, usually. So the, if the, and it really depends on the pressure. For instance, if the transmission fluid pressure is 60 pounds and the radiator internal pressure is 15 pounds, it's clear who's going to win. Right. There's going to be red fluid in the cooling system of your car because the 60 pounds is more than the 15 pounds under the cap. Yep, yep. On the other side of that same coin, if we have 15 pounds in the radiator and it's a return line back to the transmission that has no pressure, then we're in trouble again. Yep. So it really it kind of helps you to understand the philosophy of, of radi- transmission fluid through the cooler and back home. Right. You can also check the efficiency with a temperature gun by just gunning the two lines. Yep. So we go in at 210 and we come out at 180, 170, 160, it's working. Yep. But if you go in at 210 and it comes out at 210, then the cooler's not working. Exactly. And it's probably plugged. Yep. So those are the kinds. Oh, we got a caller. Who might that be? Say hello to Bob. Bob, good morning. Morning, guys. I heard you talking about engine failures. You know, you care if I share a YouTube channel, the name of a YouTube channel? No, go ahead. It's called I Do Cars. Okay. And he owns an automotive repair shop, and he buys old cores, and then he tears them apart on his channel, and then he diagnoses, you know, 
like when a piston's grenaded and he calls it piston McNuggets, you know, and uh-huh. pistons laying in the bottom of the oil pan. And it's kind of interesting because oh. he diagnoses what goes wrong with all these engines and stuff. And almost always it's, of course, either low on oil, oil starvation, or overheating where the heads were warped and stuff like that. Does he do gasoline and diesel or just gasoline? He does both. He does. He does there, he's had diesel engines on there. He tries to find a variety of engines. And okay. then people put in the comments and stuff what they, you know, engines that he hasn't done, and he tries to find them. That, Usually they're what... old cores that somebody had out behind their shop, you know, that's been sitting in the rain and everything, you know, and he gives them 100 bucks for it or something, you know, and then tears it apart. That that's really interesting because in in a real sense of the word he is a cor- coroner for automotive engines. He's doing autopsies on the engines and and it it's it would it's he's going to be right. He, I'm sure he's good. And I th- all right. Let me ask you the question: If we were doing autopsies, how often would we we be wrong in our diagnosis? Not often if you can get that deep. No, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm going to say. 80% of the time, we're going to be good. Yeah. And 20% of the time, there's going to be some extracurricular activity that happened that we didn't know about. Sure. Otherwise, they decided that they wanted to go through the wash. Their hood was at five feet, and the wash was running six feet deep. <laughs> and we got a bunch of bent rods. Yeah, <laughs> We exactly. got a blown-up motor because yeah. they went through water. Yeah. But that's really interesting. What's the name of that again? I do cars. I do cars. I and then D-O and then cars. C-A-R-S. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Well, um, uh, when are you going to come to work and and start? Uh, and you know, Nate's got some motors out behind his place. Why don't you do a Phoenix version two of that? <laughs> <laughs> no deal. Some huh? of these are pretty bad that he tears apart. They've been sitting out in the rain and everything. Yeah. But uh, and yeah. the difference between Nate and his diesels and me and the gas side is the gasoline motors are a lot cleaner on the inside and outside than those diesel motors are. That's for sure. The diesel motors, you can't get, no matter how much your wife thinks her washing machine and her laundry detergent is good, if you drop a filter into a pan of diesel uh, old oil and it splashes on your shirt, it ain't coming out. No, it ain't coming out. It ain't coming out. No. No matter what. No. That's why us diesel guys, we usually wear plastic gloves to church because we don't want anybody to see all the (laughs) the grease around our fingernails and stuff. (laughs) Anyway, Bob, thanks very much for bringing that up. That's nice of you. Thank you. Okay, I do cars. I'm gonna write that down so I can take a look at that. Yeah, I'm gonna not, geek out over that too. So. And, and see if yeah. see if we agree with what he does. But you sure. know, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, if he if he's taking them apart and he's he he's confident enough to be on YouTube with it, then chances are he's he's pretty good. Right. It's gonna be. He's probably gonna. It's probably going to be, he, he can nail 9 out of 10 of them with no problem. There's going to have to be some kind of a jump on that 10th one about heating or what happened first. Right. Yeah, the rod blew up, but what happened first was an oil starvation, or the rod blew up, and then that caused the oil loss, and that caused the rest of the oil starvation. Right. So which came first, the chicken or the egg? Exactly. So. Yeah. Okay, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. AutoDynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted auto repair shop, and that's from my mouth, Mark Salem. Family-owned and operated since 1982, Chuck and his staff at Automotive Dynamics are not paid a commission or a percent of their repair bill because Chuck wants to make sure they don't sell unnecessary parts 
or labor or repairs for their benefit. So if you're looking for the best shop as far as Mark Salem is concerned, best shop in Sun City, can I suggest Automotive Dynamics, which is on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. On the other side of the world, there's a shop in Mesa, shop that I've known this these two families for probably 50 or 60 years, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa. It's the only shop in Mesa that's been able to pass the muster and get through the filters that my family has with respect to the best car repair shops, according to me, Mark Salem. So they've been around a very long time. Brian and Thelma, husband and wife, have come from gasoline station families, both of them. So they had dinner at the dinner table. There, Somebody smelled a little bit like gasoline at their dinner table their whole life when they were younger. And it was probably their dad and maybe even their mother. But Thompson's Auto Repair has ASE certified technicians. He knows the difference between right and wrong. And they're on Main Street just east of Stapley Drive in Mesa. So that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. And if you'd like to look at our list of good repair shops, go to MarkSalem.com marksalem.com and you can go on the list and see different parts of town and transmission shops and mechanical shops and stuff like that one of the things that we don't have is body shops I'm not putting you on the spot but do you have a favorite body shop that you use we did but they got bought out and and haven't been back since because we haven't had the need honestly but yeah we still need to feel that and and we're the same way and I think yours starts with Phoenix Yes. Okay, same with me. Yeah. It's they were a go-to guy and the insurance companies liked them a lot. Yeah. Half the people that I talked to that's changed. And uh. and 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 that means half of it's changed for the worse and half of it's changed for the better. Right. And so you just don't know. You just don't know, but it's right. it's it's an issue that's really tough. You know that there's a whole bunch of mechanical shops that have recently sold and tire shops that have recently sold. Yep. Um we had uh, ADS, Greg at ADS, he's gone. Uh, S&S Tire is gone. CNR Tire is gone. American Tire is gone. At Sun Devil Auto is gone. And along with that is new companies running those stores. Right. And the, one of the commonalities that I know for a fact, because we have blindly called them and asked them about labor rates and warranties and stuff like that, is in a price increase. But when you write a check to somebody for their land and their building and their business for $6 million, you're going to have to make money there in order to pay that serve debt service. Exactly. And, and, they're gonna be, and they're going to do it by raising the prices of their parts and their labor and perhaps not hiring technicians at the rate of before. They're going to have to cut costs, and those are the three ways, the only three ways you can cut costs. Right. Four ways. You have to beat up your parts vendor to get a better deal. And that means you're going to have to pay daily instead of monthly. Right. And so you can beat up your parts. You can take, your, take the money off the employee's part, and you can raise your parts and raise your labor. That's the only way you're going to make it. So right. that's what's going on right now in our industry in a really big way. And when you try to find the labor rate on a lot of places, that's a secret now. Oh, yeah. That's a really big secret. And you know what big secret means to me? North of 160 or 180 is an hour for a mechanical. Now, keep in mind, the body shops are different. So paint and body usually has a, 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 a lower um, uh, labor rate an hour than mechanical shops. And then we have heavy line guys that are taking engines out of big trucks or engines out of one tons and stuff like that. We can usually get a little bit more than the guys that are just screwing in spark plugs. And I don't mean to belittle that at all. But when you look at all of that, that's the way it is. We'll be back. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.